0: Hi everyone, welcome back to Drinks at Dana's. I'm here with Chris and Jess, of course, from the L Word Online, and I'm Ash Silver. And today we're gonna to be talking about episode 308, the penultimate, penultimate episode of the L Word Generation Q season three, Quality Family Time, another Q title. And this is also the fourth and final episode that was directed by M. Weinstein, who we are actually going to have on the podcast as a little treat. So look out for that very soon after this episode goes out. And I think we're just going to get into today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, follow us on Apple and Spotify, leave us a review. And follow us on social media as well. They're all in the show notes, everybody's handles. So, episode 308. Hello.
1: Thoughts? Finally, one one title that actually kind of sort of makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Quality family time. Locked out and quality family time are the, the winners. Yeah, I found it weird that we got like
1: a holiday episode finally last time and now we're like suddenly another family, like another holiday episode.
0: Woohoo! Well, not on the actual days.
2: <laughs> they had to very heavy handedly remind us that it was Thanksgiving at the beginning yes. of the episode.
1: Yeah, with that pumpkin spice latte. Here's your seasonal pumpkin spice latte.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was there was a lot of decorations and stuff too.
1: Was there any pumpkin carvings in the
0: background? Cause I didn't there was see like anything. little pumpkins on the on the oh. side of Dana's. I know this is early on in the episode, but when I was on set. This is <laughs> oh, one there of the- Here we go, take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> this was this was the one of the episodes they were filming while I was there and Dana's was all in the front set up like that, like all the you know, little table stuff and candles and pumpkins and things. So,
1: Did cool it smell to... like pumpkin? Pumpkin spice?
0: No, no, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they always have those weed candles burning. <laughs>
0: it just smelled like LA, like yeah. heat and traffic. <laughs> oh.
2: Yeah, I don't know that LA is big on the Yankee Candle Company,
0: but yeah. Yeah, a lot of people have like passionate hate. I listened to this, this other podcast about Embarrassingly, sister wives, and the I know I don't know why <laughs> <laughs> and I pay, pay for it too. It's on Patreon. I'm insane. I'm like,
1: oh, what is that? I want to listen to that.
0: Uh, it's, it's good. I, I don't even like, I don't even like usually like reality TV, but this one show, but it's it's called um, Shit Talk Sister Wives, but they have the these hosts that, they're, I don't know, they're like my age, but they're always like, these people have Glade plugins and, and candles and things. And I'm like, that's me. <laughs> I love those candles. But... I love
2: Carrie and Finley. I love their relationship. I just yeah, love they
0: are pretty man. cute. Yeah, uh, one of my favorite bits of the episode, and I I said this in in my video too. I I think Jack Tobani is by far like the best actress yes funnily
1: enough i had wrote that on my notes last week for when i wasn't here and then when i heard (laughs) that (laughs) and when i heard you say it ash i was like yes she said it
0: (laughs) yeah like having her with rosie as like a scene like it just elevates the two of them and being being able to go like back and forth and you know, I'm gonna put another brag moment in here. Rosie followed me on Twitter this week, so that kind of made my week. <laughs> so you to put ecstatic. like a little
1: cha-ching sound in. Cha-ching. Yeah.
0: <laughs> she she must have heard the the podcast. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> um but yeah, yeah. Finley, Finley and Carrie, A plus, ten out of ten, would like to see lots more.
2: Did we know prior to this episode that Carrie is uh, demisexual? No, no, we did no. not. Okay.
1: Actually, I wrote, like, also, the sh- not the show ticking off the demisexual box. Right. Tick.
0: <laughs> I like Another that. Another one. It,
1: we should have an L word bingo. And that's one of them. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: yeah, I liked it. And it's also, like, one of my kind of, I don't know if it's really a pet peeve, but it's, like, so much of the show is about relationships but specifically like mm-hmm. how quickly can we have sex then how quickly can I cheat on you and have sex with someone else yeah. so it's nice to see someone who's like oh we're not having sex and here's why
0: yeah especially because I think most lesbians are <laughs> demisexual
1: well the whip I was like Finley being like oh but, you know isn't it, aren't you guys there already like you've reached mm. that point point." and I'm like didn't they just get together like a second ago <laughs> <Because laughs> a- on <laughs> one date one date like is that a long time for finley
0: <laughs> on the l word
2: <laughs> they've been hanging out as friends for like a few months and that was the whole thing finley like pushed her yeah. into the relationship because she said she already had feelings for her
1: yeah but yes that's still not a long time to be together to have sex but because, you know no, you, but it's it's yeah, about having feelings thing. before mm-hmm. having sex
2: that's all it's not a length of time it's just yeah i, yeah, no, I but agree with was, yeah
1: yeah, but, what, like, Finley made it sound like they'd been together for ages, and so, like, oh, isn't it about time you have sex?
0: But I feel like with with lesbians, it's like... I mean, this is my my experience anyway, and I do feel a lot like that demisexual, too, because you have to... Like, any girl that I've dated, probably except one or two, I've had, like, a friendship... Well, not really a friend... Like, obviously, I'd like them, and then you know, you do, especially when I was younger and wasn't like as out that you'd have that really like intense friendship. And then it was like, oh, okay, you like me too. And then maybe I, we would only be like seeing each other for like a week and sleep together. But that's because we'd had like two months of like becoming really close and okay, we weren't dating each other then, but you know, that that's a blurry Accounts cross in line Lisbon. in lesbians. <laughs>
1: That's unofficial, that's pre-dating. Pre-dating. Yeah. Fun.
2: I wrote down, like, being a good friend. I'm like, oh, I like this friendship. And then it sort of deteriorated by
0: the end of the episode. But like-
1: <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I hope they're not trying to, like, push them back together again. Because I like a them A lot of friends.
0: people have said that. A lot of people yeah, have said that. Yeah, because they,
1: they kind of, like, fr- Like you can see the friendship, but then there's this element of flirtiness and touching. And I'm like, oh, mm. don't, no. Because you're the Sophie and Finley relationship that way, too. Oh, I did not even notice that. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, Because they'd already slept
1: together right in was it season mm-hmm. one, yeah, season one, yeah, so I'm like, oh, don't it's one of those things where they don't know who to hook them up with, so they're just like, well, let's just put them back
0: with the-. I'm like, ugh, yeah, I do question that because I'm pretty i mean i I don't know these things for facts, but I'm pretty sure that Tess and Shane like this drinking thing will be to split them, and then I know for a fact that uh Finley and Sophie are not together by the end of the season so maybe they put Tess and Finley together and to like tie it into f- to Tess's drinking because I mean I do kind of like this relapse of someone who's like a sponsor you know it- quite established sober even though I do like the representation of someone just being sober and not, struggling with it as much anymore. I mean, it's always on your mind, obviously, but I, I like the way they're doing it with tests because I feel in media a lot of the time when they are displaying someone who is an alcoholic or some sort of substance that they all have to have this either massive relapse or even leading up to admitting they have a problem, they have to reach this absolute stereotypical rock bottom and you can reach rock bottom without like losing your job, losing your house, like going and pissing in someone's apartment complex. Like a lot of people are quote unquote functional alcoholics, functional drug addicts. And you just wouldn't know because they can keep it together when they're out in society or at their job. But See, they go that route a lot of the time too. And I thought maybe like the dropping turkey might somehow like relate it in. But if you are a seasoned <laughs> alcoholic or seasoned society, like you think about those things. You think about, oh, some somebody is going to smell my breath or somebody is going to ask me to drive or someone's going to pick up my water bottle that – do you know what I mean? Like you, you think those things through because you are functioning. Yeah.
1: Well, I had a, a whole relationship with someone and didn't know they were an alcoholic, and never once smelled any alcohol on their breath mm. at all. And I was so surprised. I was like, "But they're never drunk, and they never, they never smelled of alcohol. They never stumbled. They weren't walking yeah. around like they were
0: just yeah normal. Especially if you can, you know, like you can hold your, your like, oh my god. I, obviously, I, I don't drink, but I can drink, I could drink a bottle of vodka and sit here like this and you'd never know. <laughs> so it's, you, you learn to to be able to cover it up. It's, even if you're in a socially acceptable sort of drinking environment that, you know, you, you've thought through how to get access to those things too, where it's like, oh, I know if I'm going to be somewhere where I can't get drink, like it's in, you know, water bottle or something like that. So there's, the, you're constantly in your head about it.
2: And it it felt like the only, it seemed like the only reason Tess was drinking was because of her mom. Like, you'd think Mm. the whole Shane thing would factor into it. But I mean, the way that the scene was cut and stuff, it was like, oh, my mom's gone. There's her urn. I I really need a drink kind of thing.
1: Yeah, but then by the end, she was texting and said, I miss you to Shane. So I think maybe it's a mixture.
2: Mm. That's true, maybe. I don't know.
1: But I like how
2: uh, Finley was like, immediately like okay we're on a mission like i'm gonna give you a whole bunch of tasks to distract you from like today well not from the drinking but to distract you from like oh thanksgiving and your mom and yada Mm. yada um but the whole time i'm like what bar celebrates thanksgiving like this is so weird and since when does
0: does daniel's have they always serve food i'm like we had this discussion on the live last night i think that they've just modeled it exactly after the semi-tropic because they open at like two so it's like those weird and and they have that like weird like bowls of like spicy popcorn and it's like snacky food Uh so I think that that's the sort of thing that they serve there and then they've just decided to do this random Thanksgiving thing.
1: Of which they oh wait I was about to say of which they are the only ones there but I'm like no we kept getting shots of random lesbians there. Mm.
0: (laughs) It's
2: like an entire turkey. But yeah but surprise surprise
1: uh Finley, no, Sarah's mom shows up. Oh yeah. Da da da. Well, she'd freaking answered a phone. <laughs> she would have known she was coming. Yeah.
2: I did think it was a little weird, like, by the end of the episode, I'm like, her mom's here, yet, yet a lot of this episode Finley's been kind of, like, by herself. Like, there are several scenes where yeah. I'm like, you're spending a lot of time alone, especially for someone who's supposed to be running a
1: dinner. <laughs> <laughs> So, where did that turkey come out of? Do they have it, a huge oven? You're yeah. the only employee. <laughs> yeah, I know. When she was like telling Tess, Oh, don't worry, I got it. I was like, Really? You've got it by yourself? <laughs> I mean, there were some like employees behind the bar that you could see walking around. So, there must be some weight stuff or something. <laughs> yeah. And then Tess is all like, Look at you being a boss. And I'm like, Yeah, she's putting flowers on each table. That
2: was. <laughs> you and Shane can't manage to be there, so sometimes. Yeah. And then I do. love
1: like, Tess is like on every table. I'm like, have you not done this before? <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you the manager? <laughs> yeah, she was the one who was like literally
2: running the bar before Shane ever even showed up.
1: Yeah. She's Jeez. following her around, like, oh, that's how you do it.
0: Do it yeah. <laughs> I just okay. was putting it on one table. <laughs>
1: No yeah. wonder it was failing. Had to get a second bar.
0: Yes. <laughs> so Which we've this, heard nothing about since, uh, since they opened. Well, she throws that wine bottle in it next week. <laughs> so there goes the end of that one. <laughs> yeah, so to set the scene, Finley's
2: hosting a Thanksgiving dinner at Dana's, so essentially she's planning on working for Thanksgiving. Then her mom shows up, so she basically calls for backup. And I love that she calls Sophie, and Sophie immediately, like, rallies the troops and was like okay entire
1: family I didn't think that was nice. going over yeah, yeah. i and, thought that was weird the oh, whole family's was- in the middle of making this massive thing and she's she, sophie's just like everybody stop everything we're leaving i'm like that's so rude like
0: oh, no, i, I understand
1: nice. i understand sophie going like i can't stay let's i have to go to help finley but i'll be back for dinner
0: but it was like she wanted to bring the other people to like support like, that's how I, saw. I would, it, I have certain friends that if they said, right, I like that I'd be like, okay, everyone, like, basically my brother, <laughs> we're going. Okay, Osbot, my family would all show up for you. Yeah, Maybe. I feel like you guys if they definitely. come to Australia?
2: <laughs> okay, they might want to jump on a plane and go to a different continent, but you
0: it know. It's like...
1: weird that the whole family went, when they were in the middle of making this massive meal. Like, there's no way my family would be like, I've spent hours cooking this, now I'm gonna <laughs> leave it here. No way. <laughs> like, they would be like, you go.
0: <laughs> Leftovers are the best, though. Uh, Better than the actual meal.
1: <sighs> and then Mike is like, oh, how many gummies should I take? Because I need them for Thanksgiving. And he goes, so like, like, she's like, one. And he's like, blah, 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 let me have three. I'm like, what? <laughs> what is he doing? And what was the point of him having those? He wasn't this even funny. They didn't use him for anything. It infuriated me. I was like, he may as well not have done them. There was no, literal no point, unless yeah. they were sponsored by some gummy company, but then they should have used the <laughs> name of it or whatever.
0: <laughs> it infuriated me it infuri- because I feel like it was tick. Like, oh, let's have someone super drunk or su- who's super high. And then it did nothing. Like it, it went nowhere. And I, was it? not last week, the week before when, when Sophie fell in the pool, it is very hard to come across as intoxicated or high or something. And I feel like it just, no, I this was just pointless. And it really infuriated me because I'm like, why are we doing these silly little things when just if you're going to do it, actually do it like make it
1: when shane and alice had the brownies the pop yes! brownies that yeah. was funny hilarious this like, not funny
0: and pointless like him like, am w-
1: talking about the pastry puffed over yeah, and over again should- i'm like uh, okay
0: even uh last night we we're talking about the episode and uh, Jess was saying that she didn't actually, like, she must have fast-forwarded or looked away from the screen when he took the gummies, and she didn't even know he was high at the thing, so it's like, if you can't even tell someone's high at the, it's like, what's but the they point? They kept being like, people were keep- kept asking
1: Maribel, oh my god, is he high? Oh my god, is he high? What was the Oh, All thing? he did was eat know, food.
0: The- that was it. Yeah.
1: And the mashed potato thing was dumb too. Ugh,
0: the other With thing the wedding ring,
1: it. and I'm like, you could have literally just found it on the table at the end, and then
0: i don't know infuriating what
2: else we got well the other thanksgiving group we have Dre and danny and is supposed to be going home and i guess i missed the fight being canceled i I, like because i thought (laughs) that's the pivotal part (laughs) well
0: because i didn't like
2: because she was like oh my lift is here and then danny's like no let's keep making out like let's Make your driver wait, which I'm like, uh, they would leave. Hi, and it's yeah. like, <laughs> and she's so in like I'm... an apartment on the top floor, <laughs> right? Like, you gotta get your ass down there now if you want your ride, shared. So, yeah. um, so when she wasn't going to the air, when she wasn't, yeah, when she was going to the airport, I'm like, oh, she missed her lift, like she didn't get a ride. That's why she missed her flight. So <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, there's weather, I guess, but.
1: So that was all kind of... It humbling. was a little bit wishful thinking on my part, that as soon as she said, oh no, how am I going to get home for Thanksgiving? My brain immediately went, oh my God, planes, trains, and automobiles, L-word style, let's go. <laughs> that Which- would have been an awesome episode, her trying to get to the other side with Danny through, like, but no, no, we didn't get that. Yeah,
2: so I thought their thing was kind of boring. They just decided to hang out together
1: for Thanksgiving. This is, again, Bye. it feels like the whole Alice and um, Taylor staying in for Halloween and just them shooting by themselves. But yeah. it kind of segregate them.
2: And yeah. I guess there's we were supposed to have some emotional connection or something because Danny tells that her mom's dead and her dad's in jail, but I just didn't feel any emotion like
0: I don't like them at all together and I actually was extremely angry and irritated and annoyed because they are now trying to like rewrite history that dre was talking about someone or girl the the girl and then i'm like g G is is shouting because she is so infuriated too (laughs) normally she only talks about (laughs) bet and tina but she's been sent over the edge as well and then danny starts talking about Bloody Roxy. I know! Because we can't say
1: Gigi's name. No, or- the, the, the name that shall not be mentioned anymore. Apparently her name is Filth
0: on the ship. Yeah, Tina, Gigi, no longer exists. Cannot be re- referenced. More important than Gigi. Well,
1: or Sophie.
2: Like, I kind of missed something, but she said something. Dreamy. Oh, yeah, like, yeah even like, Sophie, oh, Sophie. Yeah, yeah even like, like, Sophie.
1: <sighs> and she was like, no. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I know. I thought for sure she was going to be like, oh, and it was Gigi. The one that literally just broke my heart right now. Yeah, it's like they kind of washed her away of history, like it never happened.
0: But at least we got closure and shoved Dre into this. Like, oh yeah, no, I don't like that. And I just think they have no chemistry. Dre comes across to me
1: as one of those people that mentions that they have like this on again, off again, on again, off again (laughs) girlfriend somewhere, a random person, this chick. And then really on the other side of the world, there really is like actual person who thinks that they're their girlfriend. Like, uh, you know, like someone who flies off and just has fun, but then yeah. just mentions this, oh, yeah, I have this like person.
0: I thought you were going to say. That I'm technically cheating on. I thought you were going to say that it, the opposite, that it was like, oh, you you don't know her. She goes to another school. <laughs> She's Canadian. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking too.
1: What is that from? <laughs> Like Just life. <laughs> <laughs> the fake hot girlfriend
2: from another school yeah. is like she's always uh, like that. She's made up. Yes. Got yeah. Every like an thing. every yeah every like nerdy eighties like movie where a boy is like oh, oh yeah the- you don't know her she's a supermodel I, she was going to come to prom with me but
1: <laughs> <laughs> she got called away in a modeling job exactly.
2: Yeah. Uh... No, I I think the secret girlfriend is more than a girlfriend. I think the mm. girl is probably like, oh no, we're so fully what? committed. Like
1: that's what I just said. Yeah. Also, was-, was it new information that De- that we finally find out that Danny's dad's in jail?
0: Or yeah, we already yeah. know that. We didn't know what happened to him.
1: Okay, yeah. So that was a semi closure wrap up there. Just as yeah. like, didn't we? <laughs> I
2: mean, I, yeah. I assumed he was in jail this whole time. Yeah, he could
1: have fled last- and escaped. He could be in like Paraguay or somewhere. We don't no, know. I just I thought we yeah. knew that.
0: The last, the last thing that happened with that was uh, Gigi and Danny leaving at the court, and then they were saying you can be held in contempt. And then you know, at the dinner, Danny got arrested, but we never heard what happened.
1: But like, doesn't she have any other family? So she just has her dad, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because
2: her parents are both only children, or something, and yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that does make sense then if they're only children. We do ask Shane and Angie. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think that was the noise that you were gonna make for that. Yeah, no, I didn't it, think no, so. the <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, whoa.
1: <laughs> no, I wasn't. Like, she, she was like, "Oh, I'm like, did you just literally ask for that last week?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I like Shane and Angie.
1: Yeah, I like how she was pointing out, she's like, "Oh my god, there's someone I dated briefly." And Shane's like, "Which one?" <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, and weird that they knew all about Jordy, but like no one knows about this guy.
1: Yeah. Well, it was like a hush-hush college thing.
2: Yeah. Well, and it was very convenient for us to not have to talk about Ben and Tina again or see them on Thanksgiving by just being like,
1: "We're
0: volunteering for the holiday." Yeah, Ti- you tiny, what- tiny, mini, rant. tiny, tiny, mini. Yes, round. go, go, go on. Why are we not fucking mentioning these fucking people? Like, <laughs> why, why are Bettina and Gigi like they're they're literally doing this for like they're not even putting them in the ads. They're not addressing that Gigi laugh. Like, why? It's purely insane. Because I guarantee you, out of those three people, nine out of ten people are watching the show for one of those three people, and. They're just like, this is purposeful to the point because they're so avoiding it to not even say, oh, there's a fucking storm or my parents went to the Caribbean for Thanksgiving or they're on location, something like some reason that an 18, 19 year old, the first time they've ever lived away from their parents, the first time they're at uh, college, uh, freshman year, the first holiday that they're not there because uh, everybody I know used to go home at Thanksgiving. My my brother, who's twenty one, still com- comes back to me every holiday. Like that's what you do. And like why? And her parents, she's never lived away from them. They've always lived in LA. They're in another country. Like what the fuck is going on? Why are you not? It, it's it's like they are purposefully doing it. <laughs> For I don't know what reason, but yeah, you'd think either Angie would fly up there,
1: or they they would have flown down, mm-hmm. yeah, or at least have them on a phone call, being like, "Hey, sorry, we can't be there."
0: Well, there was a phone call that was recorded with Jennifer Veals, and it was supposed to be put in between episodes four and now, and they've just not not added it in, so. It, it makes no sense whatsoever to not even, I mean, literally, you wouldn't even need to even, if you didn't want to have her in it or whatever, just have her speaking into the, like, anything, Jesus Christ, and to not also, I'm still pissed off that they have not actually said the words out loud, this relationship with this man, like, is problematic like why are we not saying it like why are we dancing around like he is her professor or whatever you want to say they're just ignoring it
1: too well she she didn't didn't tell shane that part
0: yeah i was gonna say she
1: she didn't mention that he was the professor right just that it was some dude just like oh hey remember that guy that i met at the
0: art thing yeah that's right yeah. in august slash september because oh my god that was my
1: that was my laugh out loud moment for this episode where i was like where she was like even she doesn't know the timeline she's like august september i'm like are you kidding me it was september 22nd because <laughs> it was jess's birthday as if you would say, it's fine if it's the beginning of September and you're kind of like, oh, it was the end of August, beginning of September. But it's like yeah. the end of September. <laughs> and you will be like, oh, yeah, it was at Marcus's thing, which was in August, uh, September. Like, that was really awkward. <laughs> at least I laughed out loud for that.
0: Oh, Jesus man. Christ. Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know who would have been
1: really
2: great at an awkward family dinner? Alice. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> and we don't get her either so i 100 percent thought that this she was directing this episode since so she wasn't in it that's what i had assumed
0: kate directed nine and leisha directed ten so i i know some people were like oh alice and Shane are missing but i i'm fine with it because there is like a rationale behind it and <sighs> you know i they, totally thought they directed the episodes that they were not in no, yeah, they were prepping and like location scouting and stuff because 9 and 10 are big episodes with big locations, especially 10. It's like they all went down and stayed in Malibu. So there's there's a purpose behind Alicia and Kate directing 9 and 10 and... Yeah, even even Laura Holloman was like in an interview recently. Yeah, it was really nice to have Leisha and Kate directing nine and ten. It's nice to have people who know the characters so well directing us. Yeah, I e the Shade. others don't don't know.
1: Shade. <laughs> uh. Yeah, sorry, I don't read the credits, but I've been watching for like w- hours w- now. So. <laughs> however, I would have really liked to have watched Alice with her mom. Yeah, like that would have been fun.
0: I know,
2: but at least everyone else shows up to support Finley, and then Mm -hmm. that's another like test where I thought, Oh, she's being a great friend because she's flat out like, "Uh, Do you want me to kick your mom out? Basically, like, (laughs) Oh, yeah, I can make her leave, and I'm like, That's awesome, yeah, Uh, but she doesn't. So Sophie's entire family comes over for the dinner,
1: and, of course, uh, Maribel's a bitch again. Mm-hmm. She's, oh, again. I she can't stand her. She's like, <sighs> we're going to have Thanksgiving with our family? Like, why are you going, uh, like, uh The way she's just, her tone and everything is just like, uh, And she's not even helping prep anything. She's just sitting there.
0: I don't know why, why they make this character so unlikable. Well, at the same time,
2: trying to guess like her by being like, Oh, I'm proposing to Micah tonight. And it's like,
0: what? Yeah. And I'm sorry, but it, well, they don't even know how long it's been. But for someone to so adamantly be like, oh, I did, like, that's literally like me in six weeks being like, I'm going to propose to someone. Like, she's a grown, what, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like she's 18. Right. You know what, what
2: (laughs) people who say they're never getting married or never having kids, like, hate the most is, Someone immediately being like, oh, just kidding. I want to have all the kids. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Because it makes, it's like, you're just perpetuating that myth that like, every woman wants to get married. Every woman wants to have babies. And if you say you don't, we'll just wait until you change your mind. So.
0: Yeah. Ugh. It's the same.
2: Yeah. I so I don't girl. like that they're just immediately were like,
0: no, oh, just kidding. She really does want to get married. So much that she's going to propose in, like, a few weeks basically. A period of time has gone by. Yeah.
1: They just don't seem suited at all. Like, that they seem like they have nothing in common. Mm-hmm. They sort a Tupperware draw. Like and we don't even actually have them, at, see them having any substantial conversations about anything except for, no. looking for sperm donors for an entire episode. We don't
0: know uh, anything about there's them. There's
1: no chemistry. There's no nothing. There's no reason why we as the audience should believe that they're a, a believable couple, let alone a believable couple who wants to have a baby and get married. I'm like we have zero invested in their relationship.
0: Because we don't know their characters. Like, think about think about the original L Word and what we knew by season three about Shane and Alice and Bette and Dana and Tina. Like, those... Even by the end of season one, how... Jenny, how much we knew about those characters, about their personalities, what they'd gone through, the storylines. And you could feel... Books of what you had been told, what you know about them, even in the first few episodes, like their jobs were so defined, who they were as people. You could even, if you gave like 10 scenarios, uh, you'd be able to say, well, Alice would make this decision, Dana would make this decision, Shane would make this decision. What the fuck do we know about those two? Nothing. Micah, it, it was a professor the first season and then was a therapist and maribel is an immigration attorney and i don't think a lot of people actually know those things so and and micah dated danny and sophie and maribel are sisters anything else no nope. uh, i don't know anything else anyway parents his mom shown up once yeah. uh which he seemed to be like an expert on taking gummies and things when it, the mom and telling the mom, don't take too many. And then this episode, that information had apparently left his brain. Oh, so. well, yeah.
1: Maybe he's got like some Thanksgiving trauma he needs to <laughs>
2: unremember. Un- I just think they're all so familiar with how horrible Finley's family is, which I wish we were more familiar with that than mm. just like any examples of that, except yeah. for. Her just saying that like she doesn't have a good relationship with them or they kicked her out or
1: whatever. Like, we literally, like- we literally could have we literally could have spent season two on her <laughs> backstory and her family rather mm. than the, the alcoholism which went nowhere.
0: Because they made it seem in season one like it was really tied to religion, but I got the impression this season it's more just being like a wasp. Yeah. Like rich conservative wasps which is like my brand <laughs> not my brand my <laughs> it's, like, brand. My, no, it's like my clientele yeah yeah my my surround my surround i very much felt like it was it was on uh, <laughs> the amount of those people that i i went to school with that i've been surrounded with all my life jesus they're I mean, I, I've I've said this before, but I literally went to school with Kaylee McEnany. That is, like, the queen version of that. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think she mentioned her sister at all. Like, they- She said the wedding, oh, she got yeah, drunk the at the wedding. That was it. A-
1: Wait, wasn't she, like, not invited to that? Or she yeah, didn't that was- about it
0: or something? She didn't. When she phoned in season one, they were having an, en- yeah, it was the engagement party. And then when she showed up at Danny and Sophie's wedding, I guess the implication, like she had been in Kansas City, I think. So the implication, I mean, in my mind was that she was there for the wedding and that was her coming back because she went home for like a bit, which I think they also forgot that because it made it seem like she hadn't seen the mom in in ages because they obviously hadn't like spoken about anything apart from at the wedding or the sister's wedding.
2: Yeah, but I do like how Sophie stepped up again, like was finally acting like a best friend to Mm -hmm. Finley when her mom was like saying horrible things to her and, you know, Finley made sure to, you know, go check on her and to let her know that that's like a reflection of her mother, not of Finley. And, you know, to tell her that people love her and everything. And I'm like, that's like, that's the Sophie that I liked from season one. Like, that's the whole best friend vibe.
1: Yeah, except for the part where she kisses her and then she's like, oh, whoops, sorry. I just want to be friends. I thought that was really selfish.
2: Finley kissed Sophie.
1: She didn't, like, not kiss her back. Uh, It's not like she was like, oh, get off me.
2: (laughs) I was okay with it. I was glad that she was at least, like, honest and upfront about it and didn't, like, let it linger or anything. Mm. Um... And I like that Finley was honest of being like, yeah, well, you know, I'm still in love with you. So it's great that you want to be friends, but like, I'm at this different emotional state. And I also like that Carrie and Finley kind of talked about that later. And what did she say? Like, that's just being gay or something like that. Oh no, yeah. she was
1: like, it's really gay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, sorry, I'm in love with my best friend and I'm always going to be, like, that's really gay. I felt like there was almost no reason for Misty to be in this episode either. I mean,
1: she was just tagging along kind of as like a plus one.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Or just like a re to re. I can't say it. <laughs> or just like to re re to inter- God damn it. <laughs> reiterate. <laughs> <laughs> she was just there to reiterate, um, that she like, Oh, they're together. Yeah. But yeah, it was funny that she had to, she was all embarrassed and, um, and Carrie was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry about my boss." Meanwhile, she's like, "I gotta poop." <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like that's ten out of ten t- content right there. Oh man! But also, like the Carrie's boss being like, "Oh, this is Tina." I'm like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> like yeah, it's Butch Tina. <laughs> what <that> look like? <laughs> if you squint. It's Tina,
0: a blonde white woman. <laughs> yeah,
1: but and
2: then my brain is like, "How long has it been?" Because my so coworkers <laughs> think they're still together.
1: <laughs> well, it's been a second. That's what I said. It's been like a one second.
0: Well, it really hasn't been. I mean, oh well. I guess. Well, this is stupid. It's been over a year because Tina and Carrie the time jump. So it's been like a year and a half. Fucking hell. please, Jesus Christ! Writers' room, like fucking get your shit together, please. So annoying. Well, did they break up here. at the beginning of the of that year or the end of that year? When they, when they, the season two finale took place in oh, May. Oh yeah, but maybe
1: they like got back together.
2: <laughs> or like, was it three <laughs> months ago when Tina showed up again?
0: No, I said, cause they, they, they broke up like definitely uh, after, at the Alice's going away for the book party thing, which was May, 2021. And now it's Thanksgiving 2022 and they're still fucking asking about Tina. So there's been a Thanksgiving thing already. There's been Christmas. There's been an entire year. And now we're at second Thanksgiving.
1: I think it was just them, the writers trying to be
0: like, haha, don't you think Misty looks like Tina? This is the problem.
1: But they're not actually looking at the timeline.
0: <laughs> <laughs> With not looking at the timeline. And also there's lots of little things in this episode we've mentioned, like season one, Finlisa, all that is when you're not it you're having new writers every season which isn't a problem if they go back and really look at the material but they obviously haven't done that with the OG either because I mean I've made a fucking full-time job out of pointing out that they haven't done that and there's all these inconsistencies and timeline and shit like that so it, it's not like there's it it's not Grey's Anatomy. There's there's not four hundred episodes. Like, unless you get unless you get to the, the end original.
1: when they when they tried to pull off a Grey's Anatomy ending,
0: <laughs> and then spoil it in four seconds in the preview. <laughs> like, why even bother if you're going to do that?
2: Oh, I didn't see the preview because my I was wondering. Uh, no, my feed likes like. I don't know, something happened for like the last minute and a half, so I didn't see the last minute and a half of the episode, I just kind of like like, it's sort of over you missed the end no, so I saw the Carrie, but I
0: didn't see, I don't know what happened oh, the pre, okay, okay, okay see, I was like, actually like, holy shit, holy shit and the one thing I didn't like that they that they did with that scene on a show that is predominantly women, is that as someone has a medical group that women every TV show basically shows medicine and symptoms, diseases from a man's stand of stand of from a man's standpoint. And pretty much everything is presented differently systematically in women. So why on a show that is for mainly has an audience of women and you're showing the male symptoms of having the thing with the arm. That is not really how a heart attack presents in women. And I mean, we, women are constantly, constantly misdiagnosed with every single disease ailment there can possibly be because we're conditioned to look for male presenting symptoms. And it's because it's a man's world. It's all about men in the media and things. And, we should be trying to show women that these things are different like it's more likely women will get nauseous headaches those sort of things they they won't have the pain in the left arm most of the time and, and i know that that Ro- that rosie has had um a heart attack so when you let me come be the timeline keeper and the og keeper i'll uh, advise you and medical the nurse as well medical consultant yeah I'll be the the medical consultant too. Thanks. See all these things.
1: You can be the Botox giver. Oh
0: yeah, I'll give everyone Botox too. <laughs> You're qualified, right? <laughs> yeah. Fill fill all those. Uh... Everyone does have good Botox in this show, though. Whoever does everybody is is good. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: since i didn't get to see the previews for the next episode carrie doesn't die does she Because
0: <laughs> literally they show carrie like it happened finley doing cpr which at least they showed that and and then it literally is like uh shane alice carrie fine talking to finley finley saying oh i almost lost you <laughs> yeah like it's three seconds after that happens Wow. Well, yeah All right. Why? Why would you put that in the fucking preview?
2: Like, yeah, because I'm sitting here watching it, being like, you know, I love Carrie. I love that Carrie tells her mom off and is basically like, "Hi, I'm the replacement mom, and I'm actually, you know, a good, good, you know, mentor, family, mother figure, whatever, friend to Finley." Um, and you're not, and. Be gone with you. So I love that whole thing. And then so I hate that two seconds later it's like, oh yay, here's you're my new mom. And then it's like, and I'm dying. Yeah. So
0: or I'm already dead. <laughs> People would have talked about that all this week. I have never seen marketing like this show before in my life. Like it it takes it to completely new levels. They do nothing for the show. And then when there's something that they don't even have to do something, they just they just need to 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 do their job and make the show and, and just leave it alone. Don't put something in the preview, or I don't know, let people know that Bett and Tina are coming back. That uh, that's a, a wild thing too. And they just don't do it. That when when people would do the marketing for you, like if you put didn't put the carry thing in the trailer. People could go and talk. We'd be talking about it a lot more and worrying and, oh, is Carrie going to be okay? And, you know, Rosie could have put out some stuff because she likes to talk about the show, but she hasn't talked about it as much this season. And then if you'd filled that Carrie slot with, I don't know, two more seconds of the fact that Ben and Tina are coming back for the last two episodes after 20 fucking years. (laughs) Breathe in, breathe out. (laughs) I'm going to have a heart attack. fun to watch the show anymore.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's not a cliffhanger if you tell us exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, for a whole two seconds, I was like, oh my god, no! She was a really good character! Oh wait, she's okay. (laughs) It was the same thing when when Gigi had a car accident. Oh no! Oh wait, there she is, she's fine.
2: Yeah, but I'm also like, (laughs) can we not have another character die on the show? Like, let's get through at least a season. Come on. So, our second least favourite (laughs) storyline... (laughs) i'm like wait was there more angie and the professor
1: oh Mm -hmm.
2: yeah
1: oh yeah (laughs) yeah it's
2: such a bummer because i love shane and angie scenes but the fact that it's like the stupid guy professor relationship is at the center of it like made me not even want to watch them
0: yeah i just I, i actually that's the thing that normally i look at like i'll look at a something I don't like, like a storyline or a character, and I'm like, oh, but somebody out there must enjoy this. There is <laughs> no one out there who enjoys this. <laughs> Everyone's fast-finding it. I haven't seen it. Please, if you enjoy this, leave a comment, because I want to know if someone exists that li- that is here for this, that likes this, that enjoys it, because I, the... You know, the only way the I would have—people have never seen it.
1: <laughs> the only way, and this is sad, but the only way I would have liked this storyline is if the if that professor guy was actually a chick, a hot chick. Then That's I'd be what like, thumbs Jess, up. <laughs>
0: other Jess says. yeah,
1: yeah. It'd be like a whole loving Annabelle storyline all over again, and I'm for that.
2: I mean, but I think this, definitely we would have been more invested in that. You know, yeah. as a whole.
0: Whether that's right or wrong, <laughs> but but that would have been at least interesting to discuss, you know. Like yeah. people aren't even
1: well, you know. Like that considering would have been a good it, fight. yeah, but considering it's mostly you know a show for lesbians, mm. we don't really care about any straight storylines. Well, and I feel like there'd be a lot more discussed because the ethics
2: are murkier mm-hmm. when it's a yeah. same-sex relationship. So yeah, like there's not as much of a power dynamic when you know i know what you're saying when you're when you're at least the same sex or the same gender like you're coming into the relationship as equals in a way Mm. so instead of having you know an equal male female and you know age like to just have one of those things there's just i don't know
0: like the societal power whatever yeah exactly yeah, I yeah, I just love to know someone exists who enjoys this because I don't believe that that person exists.
2: Yeah, and part part of the time I'm like, is she jumping to conclusions? Like maybe Shane's right, and that's not a romantic. And then I'm like, do I care? I don't
1: care. Yeah, I know, right? He was like holding a hand and putting, and I was like, oh, I don't really, you know. Yeah. I'm I mean, like, they broke whatever. up, so why? The guy's why gross. Not? Yeah, mm. they broke up, so why not? Why can't he just be with someone else? What's
0: wrong with that? Like. I feel like this. He's gonna be just, you know, the that like stereotypical. There's always one on every campus. The professor that just uses a new student every semester because they like. Well, if get off we had and, been
1: shown that the other woman was another student, then I'd be like, okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when they were bigger. Yeah, when they were walking down the stairs, she said something like, "I moved here for for school or something." She was talking about moving to LA and then he like cut her off because he saw the window was smashed but I am um, yeah I don't I don't even really care. yeah no
1: zero
2: can't <laughs> yeah. there but I could see him being as like the kind of guy who would go to the administration and be like oh this student has an inappropriate infatuation with me like mm. since no one knew that they were actually like together yeah. he could play it off like oh she's pursuing me and it's making me uncomfortable you know mm, that's a good and get point. her in trouble instead of yeah. him getting in trouble for anything well
1: the, the, you know don't i mean hold your breath or don't hold your breath because we still have two <laughs> episodes left and she has a storyline to go <laughs> <laughs> that could still happen
0: <laughs> don't worry mama t is gonna take her out next week
2: <laughs> did, did you think that she was gonna tell shane though that like she had yeah. sex with him, or I mean, I thought she told kind of told Shane everything, so
0: it surprised me a little
2: bit that she was like
1: really keeping it close to the vest hmm. again.
0: Yeah, I thought she would tell Shane too. Because if not Shane, then who? Yeah, yeah. like
1: the roommate maybe. <laughs> I was kind of disappointed in that confrontation with the mum at the end. Like, I liked that Carrie stepped in. Like, but mm. Carrie wasn't there the whole time. Carrie just came in at the very last minute and went, whoa, what are you doing? Stop. But, like, even the stuff being said to the mum was, like, very mellow and, like, for mm. someone who supposedly fucked up Finley's life, Finley, like, felt like a little child who was, like, couldn't speak because, you know, of all this trauma that's happened. And everyone at the whole table was just silent. didn't Mm. say anything they didn't no one stood up for finley at all the entire time until kerry came along sophie was trying to but like even she didn't like they kind of just there was a lot of storming off and like not addressing like Mm. i would have liked a a better confrontation where things would have been hashed out instead of the mum running off
0: that's the wasp way though gotta push those feelings down put them in a box
1: yeah Yeah. but like i feel like nothing nothing got really got resolved no, it didn't. And they definitely could have had like, there was an inkling of it, but they could have had
2: more depth of her actually like admiring Finley for leaving home. Cause she's like, you're the only one who, you know, left. And it's like, yeah, that's a brave thing. It's you're going about it all wrong. But it was obvious that the mom's out there because she's seeking something because she's like, I'm, you know, leaving her father, I'm you know, which this, Stuff like this happens all the time too, to be with someone for, you know, 20, 30 years or something and then be like, I don't know what happened with my life. I'm going to go get a life now.
1: Yeah. But for someone who is so like, I've come here for your help. She was very like. combative. Yeah. She was just like, very like, well, you've been, you know, you've ruined everything all the time. (sighs) And like, I've always been embarrassed of you. And like, when have you not blah, blah, blah. And I'm like. Yeah, that was horrible. Okay. Calm down. And, like, when yeah. she's trying to apologize to her and she's just, like, well, what are you sorry for every moment of your life because you're always doing stuff? And it's, like, that's when she should have spoken up and said something. Like, she should have had a moment, like, Finley should have had a moment where she was, like, mm. rah, 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 had it out, and then the mum left.
2: Well, and that's sometimes what families tend to do. It's, like, they put you in a box. It's, like, this is mm. how I see you and you're this person forever. Yeah, so. but I feel like
1: it's going to go nowhere. Like, the mum's now gone. I- I'm assuming she's not going to be back the rest of the season. So that storyline is now, again, left sort of up in the air. Like, they didn't – I feel like they brought the mum in for no reason because there was nothing – like, they brought her in and showed us all the things we already knew about the mum, which was a bigot and all this. Gee!
0: (laughs) Gee! I'm trying to record in here.
1: But, yeah, we we already knew all this stuff about the mum and then – then she left, and it's like, oh, well, what was the point of that? Just to It was it felt like they just did it so they could give Finley a big group hug for the promo picture.
0: Yeah, or... And be like, look, we're a big family. We're going to hug Finley. Or say to us, stop asking for Finley backstory. We gave it to you. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> here you go. Here's your backstory. Because <laughs> there has been a few little things that, I don't know, maybe this is, like, me projecting. trying to... <laughs> yeah, it probably is. But the last couple of episodes with the... Finley backstory and the the Danny dad line and just you know there were some other things this season that they've had these little one line things uh, because I've been a lot like just give us one line but I, just- <laughs> they're see. like there you go now you can't complain <laughs> that'll shut her up <laughs> <laughs> surprise I found something else <laughs> can Jasmine, we have a personal s- question how did you feel about the the Kansas City slander in this episode? I mm. uh, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I
1: Apparently, you know we that. know that no one ever leaves there ever. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: and only person ever in the history of Kansas City to make it out of there was <laughs> Finley. Finley,
0: <laughs> you need to build a bronze statue to Finley.
2: <laughs> I was like, yeah, Alex, that hurt a
1: little bit. I'm
0: like, like
2: we're No not one makes it out of it.
1: <laughs> Jeez, it's just a prison cell, really.
0: It's yeah. not Iowa. <laughs>
1: Oh, no, slamming Iowa there.
0: Iowa's panda.
1: Hey, at least I have the world's largest truck stop. That shut everyone up. <laughs> we visited the place. We literally yeah. were at the world's largest truck stop. Yes. That's the only thing that's going for Iowa. <laughs> um,
2: Yeah, I'm honestly like, can we just get a second L word spinoff? That's like... <laughs> <laughs> a second, second L word spinoff. Yeah, but like... Um, Finley goes home to Kansas City, and it's just like a show around Jacqueline Tabani and like um, maybe Carrie goes there too, and it's like just Midwestern <laughs> lesbians. It's, like, where you you actually get like family issues and like, hey, we live in a red state,
1: this sucks. Wait, wasn't this wasn't this already a show called The Fosters or something? <laughs> with all the lesbians dealing with family um, drama, yeah. <laughs> that's what it sounds like it. Yeah. or we just have a lot of jock beans in the Kansas City version
2: <laughs> but no just because we were just talking about Finley's backstory and how it's like oh enjoy your crumbs and I'm like
1: you could have actually made some good storylines with
0: hmm.
1: or even god forbid like her. gone to film in Kansas City or somewhere that in LA that looks like Kansas City and <laughs> pretended it was Kansas City <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's kind of spot with no palm trees on the street but yeah That's
0: exactly yep. we were saying this this last night too um, that for a sh- I mean obviously the original shot in Vancouver and then they used to just go and do the week or whatever where they'd film K okay, on Santa Monica Boulevard or at Yamashiro or something if anybody didn't know but for now the fact that they shoot in LA and it's so, it's so much more expensive for them to shoot in LA. And they have now, I mean, this their own set in Culver City, which is insanely expensive. They've built out all, like, I don't, and I mean, obviously I don't see the, the budgets and all these things, but from what I've heard, they are, last season, they even tried to really seriously get them to move to Vancouver, but Marsha said no and didn't want to. I just don't think it's necessary for them to shoot in L.A. because they don't – it's not like they show L.A. off. Like, apart from those aerial sh- shots that they, they could go on location for a week and do those and just put them throughout the season. Like, they don't go, I don't know, to, like, the semi or, like, Earth Cafe, uh, anywhere. Like I remember they when go- they
1: did a whole episode on Olivia Cruises. They actually went on to yeah. Olivia Cruises. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, basically
2: like- Yeah. Yeah, it's basically all, like, a studio, like, on a soundstage or whatever. And there's – it's pointless. Like, yeah, they're all just, like, interior sets. You don't see L.A. at all. And I remember when they first um, were, like, announcing the show, and it was such a big deal. Like, oh, East L.A. And, you know, we're going to do this and show these kind of people. And I thought that you'd actually see East L.A. Like, Mm
1: -hmm. no.
0: Yeah, because – they used to, they shot the first season on Paramount, because I'm guessing because, they, they, you know, they only had eight episodes. They didn't know what they were doing. And then the place that they're at now in Culver City, it's literally smack bang in the middle of, like, a residential. So, the in, like, right inside the middle of the set is a very typical, like, soundstage with, you know, the extremely, extremely, extremely high... Ceiling buildings, and then they have you know the whole Alice sets. And then they have they call it the uh Kate says it sometimes in the podcast. The the bungalows is like Bets House, or the interior Bets House, interior Shane's house, everybody's house. And then around the outside of the set, like obviously there's all the trailers and stuff. And then on the very perimeter is like the outside of Dana's that literally is 20 feet away from someone's house, and then throughout you know those all the cast trailers all the hair makeup blah 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 but they they do I mean they shoot on location like once a week or something but it's always insights or like just a random street you know or, or like the stairwell house, where or-
1: Angie's coming down to smash the car window
0: that was in yeah in a parking garage or like outside Carrie's, but like you outside Carrie's house. So you could have just picked a house in Vancouver. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not, it's so unnecessary, I feel like. And yeah, all
1: the LA stuff seems to be just the drone shots of traffic and stuff.
0: Yeah, which you could just go get that. Like that, the characters aren't in those, so. Yeah, the only discernible difference when shooting between
2: LA and like Vancouver is that it's either sunny or mm-hmm. raining overcast yeah a lot of like, rain yeah. yeah yeah like where people are obviously more bundled up and it's like
1: it's summer in la it's like yeah, yeah but yeah, even totally even in the nice. og show they had you know built Bettina's backyard with a pool like inside like it was in an yeah. inside the set so you
0: didn't really even need to have
1: sunny days it's had lighting yeah. turned it on
0: and that yeah they they used to shoot in the summer too so hmm I don't know. I I do have a strong G's doing her exercises. Um I do have a strong feeling that they will try again to push them to Vancouver if they get a season four.
1: I kinda want them to go back there just for OG memories.
0: Yeah. Maybe we'd get like a bit more behind the scenes stuff and things if they were, you know, all up there together.
1: Oh, you'd think <laughs> that, but no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe it would help some I don't know, would probably help or make worse some relationships, I guess. And I'll leave it at that. Anyway. Mm-hmm. That was the episode. That, yeah, I mean. That, that was yeah, another Carrie.
1: boring-ish episode.
0: Yeah, I feel like there would have been a bit more of like, oh, what's going to happen to Carrie if they didn't put it in the preview and they didn't put it in the episode summary? Because the episode summary for next week is... Very strange, that also doesn't include Tina Yeah, next week is the penultimate episode. We've only got two episodes left and I just feel like there's only two ways these can go. Ecstatic, perfect, so happy, or they are going to be an absolute fucking disaster. Those are the only... I just can't imagine they'll be okay. Like It's going to be one or the other. And I mean, you know, I'm an eternal optimist, but... but you know the track record of, of the show, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't take any more abuse. So we we live and hope that this time next week...
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're either going to be really ecstatic or you're going to be ranting.
0: I'm not sitting here crying. Why
1: do How did I get up? And then- you know what's going to happen next week? It's just me and Jess going, so. <laughs> Ash i couldn't want make me- it. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming. Ash couldn't get out of bed, so she's staying in bed. <laughs> she she couldn't <come> face it. <laughs> Uh, it's it card- it just a cardboard cutout of you.
0: Sitting <laughs> in bed, rain, looking out the window at the rain with the blanket over my head.
1: Yeah. Hello darkness, my old friend.
0: <laughs> <sighs> uh, uh, I hope for your sake that's not G. what happens. <laughs> Shining G in in my place.
1: <laughs> it's, just, it's just G sitting there like meow. <laughs> what did you think of the episode? Meow. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of the episode? <laughs> 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 some hissing oh well we'll yeah. find out next week we
0: shall so we next shall next week is
1: the one that kate directed is that correct
0: yeah okay yep, yep. the only other thing i don't know whether i did say i did send this to you actually so maybe maybe you listen to it but the only thing that's kind of gee I'm, what's going on there she's like literally throwing herself against the wall it's not gonna be that bad g next week the <laughs> she's getting ready the episode of pants that went out this week they oh, did, did worry me to that, Jess? a little bit
1: ash sent ash sent us <sighs> you need to go.
0: i i put just scroll the clip back and in. just it's like yeah. it's
1: seven minutes long or something but let's have a listen
0: to very quickly summarize it basically is Kate and Leisha recorded this on the 28th, which was right around when they will have seen the final cuts, the first final cuts of everything. So they, they basically went on the podcast and Kate was like to Leisha, oh, it was great to have Aaron back in the show. Please. Can you tell me what the, and she said this like verbatim, I'm not interpreting. She said, can you tell me what it's like to have that closure because I'll never get that closure and then doubled down and said, Leisha goes, Oh, well, you know, we could just go get a school bus and get Sarah and get, she listed like a, a Holland Taylor, like a bunch of people from the OG. And then they were all just saying, Yeah, like we, you know, we'd love that. with The audience would love it. We speak for the audience. And then they added in, you can hear the difference in the audio. Leisha goes, And if we're going to go get them, we should get, Seppi and stephanie and vanessa and then throughout the rest of the podcast they make like these little comments like yeah but of course we wouldn't have subtitles because people don't know need to know what's going on and there's a bunch of fucking gold in it but it it was kate I mean, alicia, they
1: could have- well kate and alicia are famous for going along with it but you can see on their faces they aren't happy. Oh with it. yeah, yeah. And and then they love leaving crumbs for people to figure it out. And they even said it in their yeah. podcast where they're like, "You guys know what we're t- well, you know yeah. what we're talking about. Like we don't need to spell it out. You're smart. Yeah. Like <laughs> they were always good at that without getting in- themselves into trouble with the show.
0: Yeah. And they they have faces very like myself where you cannot hide what the thought is going on behind them. I mean. Obviously, all three of us have tried with the Botox to cover it up, but, <laughs> but essentially we thoughts. found
1: out that Kate and Leisha's executive producer credits are just in name only and they have zero power over anything because they well, made I it sound like, only. <laughs> yeah, check on me like, because they made it sound like, oh, we wish we could get Sarah back. Like, oh. Like, oh, well, they well, mentioned you Mia. <laughs> and Mia,
0: Omar, Mia, yeah, yeah, Mia. Oh.
1: Closure with Mia.
0: But that that's the thing that worried me that that was the that was the moment that they chose i mean they were kind of justifying their excitement around the musical too they were saying without saying it like we know that it wasn't amazing but we had fun filming it so our kind of enjoyment in filming it was like where we were coming from which is totally understandable and also they they only know so much they don't know what's going to be cut and Twisted and moved around and all of that stuff. So I, I just think it was interesting timing that they put that in there to be like it wasn't us. We did <laughs> we, we did we did what we could. We did what we could. Yeah. So
1: yeah. We appreciate you, Kate and Leisha. <laughs> I love you.
0: I <laughs> love you. Even, even if Elwood fans annoy you, we love you. <laughs> yeah. So. Because
1: yeah, we know was- that we know that they would have tried. I reckon the writers oh, were yeah. on whatever, they would have put their hand up and be like, What about Sarah? And someone someone they would have
0: shut them down. Well, Kate even said, I think it was the week that or the week after Max came on, she said on the podcast, I said to the writers, Why are we not talking about Jenny? I think we should talk about Jenny. That's the thing, the common link between these two characters. And Kate said, but Obviously I didn't win. The the writers decided not to do that. So and they're not doing that because they they are avoiding the mention of Jenny so that because of, you know, everything that happened when they last mentioned Jenny on the show. Well the
1: Mia Fiasco.
0: Yeah, we shall see. We shall see. I do think the best chance of getting decent episodes is Kate and Le- Alicia, but obviously they're they're the directors. They can only <laughs> yeah, they, they can the the words they, on the page. Yeah. <laughs>
1: they're gonna they're gonna be like we did the best we could with what we were given.
0: <laughs> yeah, so. Well, we shall see you back here next week for the penultimate episode, which is Quiet Before the Storm, which <laughs> may be a life imitating art or imitating life in the reality. And everything else will, will be normal. And then the following week is the finale we do have some special episodes coming out with as i mentioned m weinstein who directed this episode episode seven five and four as well so look out for that follow chris jess and i and drinks at dana's on social media don't forget to subscribe so that you can find out every week when we post a new episode and if you'd like to leave us a review please do we'll see you back here next week Take care of yourself and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.